0: That's right. Welcome in, welcome back, folks. This one's probably going to get Johnny in trouble, but I don't care. Welcome in. That's right. Welcome in, welcome back, folks. This one's probably going to get old Johnny boy in trouble, but I don't care. Welcome into a top five fan bases Notre Dame fans hate the most. And why is the part that's going to get me in trouble, probably? Addition to the Always Irish in the Summer Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. Appreciate that as well. Notifications on. You know why. That way you will it every time a new episode drops. You don't want to miss it. Twitter. Search for Always Irish. rat. Always Irish A. emails, always at gmail.com, audio only, anywhere you want me. You can locate me, that calling line, 312-988-15. You tell Johnny all you've heard and seen. Fighting Irish wire every day, Booty-do-do, type it in the computer, read what I and other people think and write about your favorite athletic team. All right, welcome in, welcome back, everybody. What a perfect topic for like the last couple weeks before camp gets started and there ain't much going on. People have been asking for this episode for years. You're finally getting it in all of its glory. So enjoy it. Here we have my personal list of top five fan bases Notre Dame fans hate and why. Now, I know how this is gonna go. So we're gonna do a couple caveats on the front end. All right, here's one of them. This is my list, my personal list, from my experiences, the grievances I have, my family's experiences. If you are of a different generation than me, or even geographical region than me, Your list may be different. Your list may be different. So I wanna make sure I say that. Uh, Depending on where you live and what age you are, you may feel all this different and have different experiences throughout your life. And I realize that, understand that. This is my list from my perspective, a 38-year-old Notre Dame fan, all right? Now, here's the next one and I'm gonna be extremely clear about this fact. My reasons for hating a lot of these people are going to be generalizations. Each fan base probably has some nice people in there and a bunch of idiots, ours included. My reasonings of what I'm going to give you and not liking all these different groups of people are based on me. My interactions online, in person, going to games, whatever. My family's experiences, all of that. So don't tell me when I nail a fan base and say I don't like them because generally they're like this. I'm not responding to your email. Uh, My Uncle Jerry went to that school and he's actually a nice guy. Quit being mean to my uncle. Save it. These are broad generalizations of overall interactions, which means it's how most of the people that like that fan base that I interact, this is how they act. All right? Save the emails. Oh, my cousin Jimbo went to this school and he's a nice guy. You can't paint with the broad brush. It's a generalization of how most people in this that fan base act in my interaction with them over decades. All right, so spare me that you have one family member or friend who's not a jerk that went to one of these places. These are broad generalizations, so spare it, all right? We're gonna count down from five down to one, one being the number one team we ate and five being a little less. And then I'm gonna give you a couple bonus uh, bonus ones. See if you agree, see if you don't agree, see if you agree with the reasons. Number five, Alabama, Alabama, and here's what's interesting about them being on this list at all, and number five, they come in and out of Notre Dame's history. Like when my dad is was growing up, and you had the Bear Bryant and all that stuff, and they were up. So the people in that age group got that rivalry with Notre Dame and Alabama and the Bear Bryant times and all that. Then they went down for a while. And then when they came back up, it's hurt Notre Dame badly. Multiple title runs ruined by Alabama and Saban. And they have not been pretty and they have not been close. So Notre Dame and Alabama have been uh, tied together with some time in between with not much happening for you know 40 50 years um and so it's interesting how they were a big piece of it back in the day and then kind of faded rose back up and i'm telling you man they cost brian kelly big time you know we could all look at kelly a lot differently maybe if it wasn't for some of what alabama was and and uh you know has been under saving um let's get into a few reasons not to like Alabama, okay? Um, number one is, if you looked at how many titles they claim and everything, you they just create and claim a title from 60 years ago and count it, and nobody else does, and they just keep adding it to the list. I don't like that history of them creating fictional titles and running with it. That's one thing. They've had bag men paying guys for decades. Are you serious? I personally know someone who is asked to deliver bags of money to Alabama players, spare it. Don't tell me they've been doing it clean all these decades. I'm going way back. And I know someone personally who is approached to be one of those people to deliver money. So the idea and the concept that they're doing everything clean is laughable. And I've done everything Clean is laughable, okay? Bear Bryant Jr.'s bank network, somebody should look into money coming in and out of there on the back end. Nobody wants to, okay? So it's just an absolute joke to me. Anybody that acts like uh, bag men hasn't been a thing for Alabama for a long time, you're out of your mind. And I know somebody personally has to be involved, so spare it. Also, they take for granted winning so much that it's just kind of hard to take when you're a Notre Dame guy and you're 38. That means you were four the last time we won. I don't know what it feels like for my team to be the best. I don't know what it feels like for my team not to end with me disappointed at the end of every single year of my cognizant memory. I'd give anything for one of those moments, one of those years. These people are so used to elite winning. They take it for granted now. And that rubs me the wrong way. Because I'd chop off an arm for us to win one title in the modern era. Same thing with recruiting. Nine five stars last year. That's 10 years of Notre Dame football combined in one year of talent. Some of reasons why I don't like them is jealousy in the modern era. At least I'm mature enough to admit that. But I don't appreciate how much they take it for granted, uh, how good they've had it and this run they've been on. They're so used to it, it's just like not a big deal. And I can't relate to that because we never win diddly-poo. Number four, Boston College. Let's face it. B.C. 93 will never die for Notre Dame fans. It was just an awful moment that ruined what should have been a title year anyways, even with what happened to Boston College that year. But the fact that that didn't happen because you had to give Bobby Bowden the Lifetime Achievement Award Makes it sting even worse. What happened to BC in 93? And if you're in your 20s and you're not old enough to remember it, watch all of the Florida State-Notre Dame game, then watch the BC game, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Here's the problem, though. That's all these people have in their entire existence to live off of. Us in 93 and their midget quarterback getting lucky on a Hail Mary. Whoopity damn do. You do not matter. No one cares about you. Nobody likes you. You're not good at football. You don't win anything. Your uniforms are ugly and your fans suck. All right? I I can't be more clear you don't matter you don't matter in this sport you've never won anything you don't have a history a lineage of winning things and you just have crickets for years then bc pops up on the schedule and these idiots start running their mouths on twitter look you you don't matter you don't move the needle no one cares about you nationally It's not must-watch TV when you're on. You just don't matter. You're insignificant. You're an afterthought. You don't matter. No one cares if you exist or not. Okay? Your claim to fame is ruining one of our better years. It has nothing to do with you ultimately achieving something. Your highlight is ruining our stuff, not creating something for your own. You don't matter. Say it with me. Let it soak in. You're a backup school. Nobody goes there unless they have to. You have no elite history. You are nothing in the pantheon of college football. You have nothing and you are nothing. No one cares about you. Okay? Understand that. I know it's hard. Understand it. No one cares about you. If you just closed up, nobody would blink. You don't matter. No one cares that you exist. Number three, Miami. Oh, now we're getting into the top three. I'm going to blow a gasket. Number three is Miami. Let's start with this. It's not even physically safe for a Notre Dame fan to go to a Notre Dame game at Miami's home stadium. Okay, like 17, just an absolute trash fest. And it wasn't even physically safe to go there with your family and innocently watch a football game. These people are so subhuman and and they have no morals or values or compass of how to act in public. It wasn't even safe. And that is like the lowest bar there is that everybody in Miami on the Notre Dame side, it wasn't very safe. It wasn't very safe because those people are just trash. They're not good people. They don't have morals, they don't have values, they don't know how to act in public. They don't know how to treat people, okay? Historically, no one truly respects how Miami rose to power back in the day. They stood for the opposite of all the collegiate values that should be in place for these programs in every way and they deserve no respect no respect. Building that program the way they did and allowing the stuff to go on the way it did and calling it college, nobody should respect that. It was just pure trash, pure trash, okay? No moral compass, no values, No sense of right or wrong. None of that. I do not respect that. Also, this group are fair weather fan losers as well. The stadium's empty, all these home games, and then Notre Dame shows up and all these South Florida swamp donkeys come out of the Everglades and act like they were living and dying there every week. No, 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 you weren't. It's just Notre Dame shows up, and and you decide to put on your best cutoff and go down to the stadium and fight Notre Dame people. I don't respect you. You have no values. You have no decorum. You don't know how to act, okay? It's not even a safe place to innocently watch a game physically, that should never be the case at any American football, college football game ever. But it is with these people because whatever good ones there are, there's way more of the ones with no morals and don't know how to act and they overrun the place. Okay? I don't respect you. You do not know how to act appropriately in society. And every time you've been great historically, It is by shady means that I do not respect. I cannot stand these half-ass, fake, fair-weather fan swamp donkeys. Zero respect for that fan base. None. Number two. I think most of the Notre Dame people here, you know who the top two are going to be. We're far enough down the list. I'm sure you know. Number two is the Michigan Wolverine fan base. Where to start? MFBD. What's MFBD? You know what it is. Michigan football brain disorder. Illogical, annoying, juvenile. Uh, They might be pathological liars. This fan base creates narratives and realities that simply come out of thin air and don't line up with history whatsoever whether it's about why Notre Dame isn't playing them every year or why Notre Dame's not in the Big Ten, there are facts to those, those situations. They just make up their own narrative and tweet it, and they don't think anything of it. They don't open a history book. I don't think they could read one anyways, but they don't open a history book. They make up their own realities. Also, of every major college football team, they by far have some of the most awful media members, whether it's recruiting or the blogs or the beat or whatever that cover the team. They also ignore facts, ignore history to suit their narrative and get clicks. It is a fair, they not everybody. I am picturing in my mind three or four names of popular Michigan media people that I have seen straight up lie to get clicks. Like, no a reality and then print the opposite to get clicks. I have no respect for that at all. And the fan base are all so simple-minded, gel mush-minded, they eat it all up. They eat it all up. The fans don't push back and ask, wait a second, no, no, no. They don't have the brain capacity to critically think. So whatever these media people drive them, they eat it right up. There's no critical thinking to be had with these people. They lack that gene. Okay. Here's the next thing. Bo was kind of a loser. I don't see his uh, list of titles he won. And he had his little scandal there that came out. These people worship him like he's Frank Lee. He didn't win shit. He didn't win shit. And they act like he's a hero. I don't understand it. Where's all your titles? Where, where? I don't get it. I don't get it. He never was a big winner on the elite level. And that's their hero. I don't get it. Then you have the week schedules galore out of cowardice. The reality is. It's tough to find one redeeming quality for this group. I, I, I just, the fan base is intolerable. There's no logic. There's no like, they can't even agree on objective facts. They will push back on you because they're so brainwashed on their own narrative. And it just never ends with these people. It's. Every game I've been at, I've had problems with Michigan people. They just there's no respect at all. Like they trash our campus. I've gotten in multiple arguments for them just trashing our campus, degrading our campus, acting inappropriate on our campus. There, it's just not a very classy group, and I have no patience for that. None. Now, why aren't they number one? Two reasons. Number one is, the number one team's number one to me because we play them every year. And it is a battle year to year to year. We don't play Michigan for like another decade. That's one part of it. Here's the other reason they're not number one. Unlike the number one fan base I hate, at least Michigan people genuinely love football and care about it. That is a big part of the reason I have them, too, and not my number one most hated. At least the Michigan people genuinely do care about the football. And when it's good, they're unbearable. And when it's bad, they're still there. They're just miserable like we do as Notre Dame people. I do admit I respect that about Michigan. Because at least they are there every year, every game, whether they win or lose, and they're good or bad. I do credit them for that. Unlike the number one team, USC, it isn't just about the fact that they're our biggest historical rival and we play them every year. My biggest beef with them is it's a fake, fraudulent, Fair weather, flaky, holly weird, classless, just flighty fan base. And I have no respect for that. I have no respect for that. All these guys do for a decade is hang 10 out in the Pacific Ocean. And nobody goes to a game for a decade. There's 80,000 open seats. They're all hanging 10, surfboarding. Whatever California people do, they get a new coach. They're a little bit better. And then the place fills up and they're all back in it. And they act like they've been die yards all along. All along. They act like they were living and dying with it. When they were on the beach the last 10 years of home Saturdays, they were on the damn beach. They weren't sitting there in misery. I have no respect for that. I have no respect for that. LA Hollyweird phonies with no damn values or moral compass whatsoever. I hope California dissolves into the damn ocean. These people stand for everything I'm against being shallow, being hollow, all about money, all about facades and appearances, but not being genuine, cheating, lying. Not being humble, all of it. I hate all of it. I hate all of it. And then they have the audacity to have the luxury of just checking out to go down to the beach for a decade and then pop back up when they think they're back on the rise and act like they were there the whole time through the hard times and the bad. Zero respect deserved. All right, at least when we're bad, we stay miserable every week, damn it. I respect us for that in the most sad way possible, if that makes sense. All right, that's my five. Alabama, BC, Miami, Michigan, USC. Let's go over a couple bonuses. Ohio State would be a bonus pick. Um, and again, maybe I don't dislike them the way I do Michigan people, because at the end of the day, if I have to pick between Ohio State and Michigan, I'm picking Ohio State every damn day and twice on Saturday. So maybe that's a part of it is deep in the back of me. I I would rather root for them than Michigan. And they're, you know, they're, they're, their seasons overlap every year and usually determine a Big Ten. So there's that. And then there's this part of it. There's that Ohio State arrogance. Like some of that's being chipped away by Michigan the last two years, by the way. But up until that, there is this Ohio State arrogance of like, we're the Northern Midwestern power and that's it. It's just us. There's nobody else. And they kind of, the fan base had that swag to them. Well, the reason that bothers me is, we haven't, been, we haven't beaten them. Maybe that'll change this year. But as we sit, we haven't beaten them since the 1930s. And we certainly don't out-recruit them ever. So what that means is me in the Chicago area as a Notre Dame guy, I never have a comeback to anything Ohio State people say because we haven't beat them in over 100 years and we, we never come close to out-recruiting them. So even me, as witty as I am with my arguments, I have nothing to say. I don't have a practical leg to stand on. And I hate it. I hate it. But at least they're not Michigan. So, uh, you know, there's that. How about Florida State? This one comes and goes over time. I just think it's kind of annoying that the only thing you got is, Ooh, ooh. ooh. 80 times a game. Come up with something new. Come up with something new. Come up with a new arm movement or something. It's really annoying. Come on. That's annoying. How about this one? Never would have ever been on my radar, but it's starting to creep up it. How about LSU? I had really no reason to interact with these people or or look at their YouTube shows, the people that do what I do to cover LSU. I never thought to dig into their tweets, see what they're saying. But once Kelly went there, I got interested in it. And the more I learn, the more I don't like. The more I learn about it, the more I don't like. LSU fans are convinced that they are the cat's meow And there is an arrogance at LSU that I don't know where it's coming from. I I don't know. Maybe it's just because Kelly had a good first year because he doesn't have a young quarterback he can ruin yet, get in his head. Uh, Maybe that's it. But the more I learn about that fan base and interact with them, the more I know I don't like them. You know what's a great example of that? When they hired Kelly, and I was telling all the LSU people and the media people, Ooh, you ain't going to like Brian Pullion. It's going to be really bad. You're going to have the worst special teams in the damn country. All right? I'm like, "You, I'm just warning you. It isn't spilled milk that I'm crying over Swamp Thing leaving and going to you. I said, you're going to hate Brian Pullion. Every one of those media members and the fans tweeted back at me, you're crying over spilled milk. You're just mad we stole your guy. Quit making it, trying to make yourself feel better. You know, this You know you don't know what you're talking about. You're just mad we took your coaches. Two months later, these same people are on their show, yelling and screaming about how bad LSU special teams are, as if it was a surprise to them, and nobody warned them it was coming. But no no no. They had to learn it the hard way. They had to learn it the hard way and tell me the only way I could possibly be saying Polian would be bad is spilled milk. And 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 they had to learn their the own their hard way. And they're all sitting there. I can't believe they're this bad. How could they be this bad? I told you why a year ago and you didn't want to listen. And then they acted surprised when it happened. No. So I would like to know, who else do you want on this list? Would you have a different list if you're in a different generation than me? Would you have a different list if you live in a different place than me? I realize maybe I'm influenced by my location. I don't know. Would you, if you agree with my five, would you move them around on the list? Is there other ones that I'm missing? Do you disagree with any of my reasons of why I'm saying what I'm saying? Let me know. Have a good one.